Hi, and welcome to The Tough Fish Show. I'm your host, Jen Melius, and I'm so glad that you're here, and I can't wait to introduce to you Daniela Rushton. Daniela Marie Rushton is British, born in 1973, wife to Nicholas and mother to Bertie. Over the course of several summers while vacationing with her family in the delightful desert sun of the Coachella Valley, California, she formulated the concept of the Panther Tales. Her son challenged her to channel her renowned imagination into writing a book series. And the Panther series was born with The Watchers and the Gifted Ones as the first book of the series. Living a thoroughly creative life, Daniela busies herself with not only the ongoing series of the Panther Tales, but also her dog Walter and her family and friends. She's also an advocate in the Christian faith, believing in oneself and finding and using one's gifts in life. Let's dive into the pond and meet Daniela. Welcome to the Tough Fish Show. I am so excited to introduce to you Daniela Rushton. Daniela, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Jennifer. It's so good to be with you. Thank you for hosting me. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so excited to have you here. I think we are going to have a whole lot of fun and a lot of excellent nuggets to be dropping. So, and the first one I would love for you to talk about is how did you get into this, into writing to begin with? Like what inspired you? Okay, well, it was actually my son Bertie that challenged me to write a book. And, um, and then the Panther Tales was born, obviously not instantly. It took um, a long time to obviously formulate the concept and the story, but it was his first challenge um, that propelled me into the world of writing. Oh, I like that. So did you like writing before your son challenged you or did you, did your career path kind of ebb and flow in a way that led you to doing this? Like how did that actually start? Yeah. I always enjoyed English at school and I used to write diaries when I was younger. I've always written letters when I've been, whenever I've ever visited somewhere, I've been overseas, I've always been a letter writer. Um, I've, I've and postcard right I've always enjoyed that I went to college um, I actually studied fashion uh, business of fashion and then I went into fashion writing um, so writing has been a part and parcel but not in the serious way that it is for me now um, because I feel I've really felt as though I found my gift when I sort of accepted Bertie's challenge well along the way um, and found as though it was my gift in writing really um, but no it has featured throughout my life but not to the extent that it does today no <laughs> no but that's cool though because I mean yes I, a lot of writers that I've talked with have indicated that they've enjoyed writing and maybe it was something that they've done like you said through a diary or a journal or maybe they excelled in that class or what have you but it was something else that shifted to really say, I want to get this book out into the world. So yeah, this, so his challenge was helping you to make that shift of something else to aspire to, to challenge you. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. And I think also because the challenge came from my child, um, from my son, then I, you know, I, I had this instinct. I, I had to do this. I had to meet this challenge. You know, I had to get this job done. And on the day that he sort of um, challenged me to do it, I never thought I'd be sitting here three and a half years later, a published author. So it's remarkable, really. It's been, it's been 
it's really been an incredible journey for me. It really has. Oh, I love that. I love that. So now I know that you, uh, your book, your series really, but the first of the series, it's fiction. But how did you decide, uh, like, as you were brainstorming, so the, the series is The Panther Tales. But That's what, correct, yes. So how, how did you come up with this series idea? Concept, yeah, yeah. okay. Well, um, we're really very lucky to have a home in California. And um, we've, in, the, in, that, in that home in California, we have big, wide open spaces. And as you go up the staircase, as a lot of the homes are, you know, they're sort of vaulted ceilings, um, there's a big, broad shelf. And for, we, we've, owned the, we've actually owned the home now for eight years. And I love interiors. Um, that's part of my creativity. And I was looking for something for this shelf. Um, and then one day I came across it, um, a life-sized copper panther that literally this shelf was huge, um, that fitted wow. the space. So, um, so when Bertie challenged me to write a book, um, obviously I didn't straight away come up with, um, with the, the panther on the shelf, but you know, after a little while I, I knew a story hinged on this panther on the shelf. And so very slowly, um, as I'd walk down the stairs and give Parky the panther a wink every day, I knew that this, there was something going to be coming from that. And it, consequently, it did. So, um, so the inspiration behind the panther tales is um, a panther on, on a shelf in my home in the States. I just love that. But it's amazing how yeah. it's just sometimes it's just that one little thing that a whole new world can get created from it just because yes. it was just that right spark of inspiration absolutely so, so now within the panthers the, within the panther tales it's a form of world building that you're doing correct absolutely yes so how was that for you to create the world for this concept for this series i am world building all the time um, now we have to remember that um, obviously I didn't go to Oxford University and do a degree in English literature. Um, you know, my background was in fashion and then obviously acting. I, I'm new to the literary world. Everything that I have, everything that I represent today as a writer, I've, I've, I've self-taught and self-learned. So world building, I, I self-discovered. Um, so obviously I had the idea of the panther on the shelf and then I started to think of characters and it was all going around in my head and I thought I need to put this information somewhere and before I knew it I'd got together a bible as I call it of uh, a world of characters what they look like um, what were they about what did they want in this story um, the environment the smells what it looked like and and to this day, yes, I, I have a fantasy world, um, but I'm adding to it all the time, constantly, constantly developing my world. And it's wonderful. I absolutely adore it. I love going into the world of the Watchers and the Gifted Ones. It's, a, it's just a completely, complete fictional world I've created, yes, but completely all self-taught. But that's, that is important. I, and I don't know necessarily that every writer who has created a story has gone through a form of training. Some have, but, but many are coming through it by 
just practicing by, and I say practicing, meaning they're writing, they're rewriting, they're saying what feels good, or I wanted to explore this idea. And then, oh, where else can this lead? Or where else can this lead versus feeling like, well, I had to have it all figured out at once. So yeah, I, I agree with you. And in that respect, um, Jen, I'm really pleased that I didn't sort of have any formal training, if that sounds crazy. No, it doesn't sound crazy to me. I think so. I feel liberated in the process. So I feel as though I, through my own self-discovery, I can do it my way, just if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think if I'd have been to college, obviously, you know, on a creative writing course, and I'm, gosh, I'm not going to condemn them at all, but I would probably be self-checking and have I done this and have I done that? What I've done is my way, Frank, thanks for that. So, you know, I, I just feel as though it's just a very authentic, it's a very authentic approach. Yeah. Um, my writing career is 100% um, naturally, authentically me. <laughs> it's a bit of a tongue twister. No, but I like that. And to your point, it, those with a creative writing background, I just think that that's something that I still think it's amazing and still think it's beautiful oh, because there's going to oh, be yes. amazing work that's created. And that person can also help you. Perhaps they come into play as an editor or maybe they are a, a, a beta reader or some or a critique buddy who helps to further strengthen the story because they bring a different level of expertise, but they bring a different vantage point altogether. So that also helps with uh, with anyone's writing when you have other people helping you bring that book to life because it's more than just the writer who's doing that it's an editor it's a cover designer sometimes illustrator if need be so yeah and that's absolutely spot on 100 percent um because when i submitted my book um to my current publisher nfb publishing they came back and they said that they loved the story but they wanted me to build the world they wanted me to build they wanted me to build upon the world that i had created and so Ellie, my editor, came back to me and she said, you know, it, you obviously clearly know your world, but what about this and what about that? So you're spot on, absolutely correct in 100%. These um, people that we surround ourselves with contribute to our world incredibly. And also upon that, um, I, have, I had a creative collaboration with my illustrator, Zoe Potter. Um, the book has... Uh, many illustrations that again bring the world to life so oh gosh no you're, you're right it's um if we were just on our own then I don't think we'd be getting very far so, yeah it's yeah. a team effort it is definitely so tell me do you when you were working on your story did certain characters speak to you a little bit more so that it felt more like you were working through a character development or did the plot kind of guide you a little bit more and it the plot was guiding and the characters started kind of jumping on board does that make sense it does make sense but what guided me more than absolutely anything was uh my faith um i'm a christian and i read the bible every day and i suddenly felt as though I was learning so much from the scripture I was reading and feeling inspired from what I was reading. Um, it is a Christian fantasy, The Watchers and the Gifted Ones, and the Panther Tales series is Christian fantasy. Uh, so yes, I, I do feel as though that obviously really inspired me and guided me. 
Um, as far as characters, um, yes, I mean, as, as we go along, as I'm writing, again, like the world, the characters are developing all the time, all the time. Um, so I don't think, I, I mean, will I ever know my husband 100%? I hope I do, but you know, there's characters are complex, aren't they? Um, I'm always going to be learning about the characters in my books, um, but I think I know them quite well. <laughs> yeah. A lot to learn about them still though. I don't know them 100%. Well, did they, uh, so when you were writing your, your book, did you plan it a little bit or did you just kind of, did you have an idea of where to start and an idea of where you wanted it to end and then let the writing flow and let the characters kind of help guide the journey to get to where you were thinking it would end? Yes, I, what I've done, what I did in the first book and what I'm doing in the second book, I have a rough idea, but it never goes to plan. <laughs> so it doesn't, it doesn't because it's creativity of it. So it, it, I have a rough idea, but it, but already my story is changing, but that's the beauty of writing and imagination and it all coming into fruition, isn't it? We don't know how it's going to be. I don't know. I can't tell you what my imagination is going to provoke tomorrow when I put pen to paper, but I have a rough idea. I have a, I have a roadmap. I have a roadmap. I have a start, beginning and an end, but things change all the time um as characters doing things so I can't tell you I have a rough idea how the sequel's going to end already but again I, I surprise myself and it's exciting and that's the joy of writing isn't it I think yeah. anyway so oh I love that I love that yeah so I'm, so I'm curious um have you ever encountered you know the a negative like a, a negative voice or that, that inner critic, if you will, sitting there going, what are you doing? What, why do you think this is a good idea to write this or what's going on with this? Or uh, you need to start this completely over. If, has that ever happened to you? Mm. And if so, how did you move past it? You mean self-doubt? Yep, that can be another way that shows up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, doubt has hung over me like the sword of Damocles um, during my literary journey. It really has. Um, because obviously I, I didn't go to, I didn't study English literature. Um, I feel I, I almost wanted to prove to myself, was this right for me to do this? Um, so I had a friend read my work. I had my husband's friend read my work. Um, I felt better when people obviously boosted my confidence and told me I could write, but no doubt has hung over my journey, never in my imagination or never in my I think it's more about how people perceive me as a writer really um but I I am gaining confidence in that all the time and again my faith is incredibly important in that because God has gifted me with this gift so part of that goes with I shouldn't doubt it but um no, I think, yeah, I think that that has been, yeah, a huge thing that I'm battling all the time. Yeah, and I can understand that. I'm, I'm battling all the time, yeah. Yeah, but to your point, the gift, this gift was given. Sometimes it's the gift of the idea, but it's also you recognizing that you have these 
talents and gifts and abilities that only you have. There might be other people who can write or other people who have your personality, have a similar personality, but not your personality, not your background, not your skill set to be able, and this idea to bring it to life. It needs your voice. And so the fact that you are getting out there and writing that, I think, and writing your story, that is like letting your light shine. And that encourages other people to do the same thing because they too have a story. And seeing that you're doing it, it's just so cool because then it helps them to go, I can do this. I can do this too. I can, I can do this. I see someone else doing what I would like to accomplish. So it, it's inspiring. Yeah. So what well, you're doing is awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because I mean, the protagonist of the story, Hannah, has to believe in the gift that she's been given. And that is that her imagination can come to life. So um, maybe that that was part of my, um, you know, psychological thinking when I sort of developed those qualities within her. So part of the Panther Tales is all about shining bright. It is about, and I think that's how I connected with you, Jen, really, um, that we both believe along those lines, that it is about um, trusting and believing in your gifts and recognising doubt will hang over us, but also believing, believing in yourself. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and I really want to be able, that's one thing that I want to do is be the voice of belief and share my journey. This has been such a journey for me. Um, I want to be able to broadcast it to others to, to, you know, help them and realize that they can do this. They, they, they've got this, they, they can do it. So you mentioned that you've worked with, you're working with a publisher, a publisher uh, has helped, has, uh, was behind you for this, uh, this particular book, but what yes. was that like connecting with that publisher? Did you have to, did you face, um, did you have to pitch several agents in order to get to this particular publisher or how, oh, how, how did you connect with this publisher yourself in such a way that if somebody else is listening and would like to have that same kind of, uh, would like to have a publisher to work with, do you have any suggestions with that? Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I um, put a query list together and sent it to several agents and several publishers. Well, actually, actually more agents than publishers. I wish now I'd sent it to more publishers than agents. But the trick is you can't contact a publisher without an agent sometimes. So it's really it's really difficult process uh but i'm a passionate woman um and uh you know i sort of dug deep and i didn't give up and i actually found my current publisher uh via instagram um he followed crazy as it is they followed me and i followed them back and i queried sent them an email and they said yes send over your work and then I had an email back saying that they'd get the beta reader to read it and they came back and they said we like the world you've created as I was telling you earlier on but we want you to do a b and c and I did and then they published published it but rejection is part of this game yeah big time <laughs> so you know, we've got, don't, don't obviously, I'd say to everybody, um, don't be deterred by rejection. Um, it's finding the right fit. 
now when I look back, I marvel and I think, well, I'm glad I didn't go with ABC and this publisher is perfect for me. You know, so things you do, if you just hold your nerve and trust the process, then you will find that things will work out in the right way. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that so much because you're right. There is a lot of rejection mm. that you can encounter. And oh, gosh. especially when- So demoralizing as well. <laughs> And, yeah. and especially when you are, you're sharing something that you've spent time creating that means something to you, but now you're having to come into a whole nother role of detaching from it in a sense and having to let it stand and not take a response personally. That's something to be mindful of, but also to look at it in the context of, I wrote from one vantage point, but I need to communicate to a publisher in a marketing context. Now I'm writing a oh. different type of writing in order to get it in front of an agent or in front of a publisher or an, any other kind of medium to get this out further. It's a different kind of writing. Did you find that helpful or challenging? Um, tricky. <laughs> Fair. Because um, luckily I do have, I, I also did some marketing as well in my background. So I do know how to sort of pitch myself. But part of your brain is the creative building the world of the watches and the gifted ones. And then the other one is trying to sell myself, you know, as in, <laughs> you know, pitch yourself. And it's really hard when you've got both of those, those going on really to apply yourself. Um, so... <sighs> I think that that's when, as we were saying, there are professionals out there that can help us in this area. Luckily, I was okay in doing that. But I would say to another writer who perhaps may be struggling to move over onto the sort of marketing themselves, that there are fantastic people out there. Um, I'm on the Instagram community and there are so many people offering wonderful services that want, we all want to raise each other up who can help you put together a letter. And I would be certainly willing to help any, anybody listening to this put together a letter as well, um, if that would help. Um, because it's not everybody's, not everybody's great at that, are they? That is very gracious of you to say that and to offer Absolutely. to be able to help others. No, thank you. That is really cool. You know, and, mm. and to your point, the whenever I hear someone say that they are struggling with that part, I will, I go back to saying, why did you write this book? Why was it important to you? Because there was a passion there to write it. Let that passion be something instead of looking at it as I have to sell it or pitch it. I'm sharing, I'm sharing something I'm excited about. I can't wait to talk about something I'm excited about. So when that mindset shifts of being excited to share, it doesn't, it feels better. It feels different. It also feels like it's of service. It feels like you are wanting to contribute. A, a fiction book helps with an escape. Sometimes it's inspirational, but sometimes it's just that mental release of, I get to go and have this mental escape in this book, in this world that's been created for me. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're helping others. Yeah, it is hard though. It is hard though, marketing yourself. Um, I mean, my publisher has put together marketing things, initiatives for me, which have been wonderful, but primarily I have, you know, I am me and he can't be me. <laughs> so I have to put myself out there, and particularly with the pandemic at the moment. We haven't been able to do any book signings. 
um, we can't travel. So it's been an all, it's been really heavy promotion online. So um, and all you know, half the time I, I say to my husband, all I want to do is just write my story, you know. But but this is part of your story, I guess, isn't it? So uh, gosh, yes, what a journey! What a journey! <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad that you have decided to spend some of that time and some of your journey here with us. I am so glad that oh. you've been here. Thank you so much, Daniela. How can people connect with you further and where can they buy your book? Okay, well, my book is on Amazon. Um, it's also available for my publisher, NFB Publishing, and also for my website, uh, www.thepanthertales.com. That is awesome. So, now say the name of the, the name of the book again is okay so the book is the panther tale series and book one is called the watchers and the gifted ones the watchers and the gifted ones yes that is awesome daniella thank you so much for being on the show i'm so glad you were here today thank you jen thank you thanks for listening today I'm so glad you were here and know there were some valuable nuggets shared to keep going, keep writing, and keep sharing your work. I'm a big believer that if you have a book that's in your heart to write, then there's someone else out there who needs to read it. Your story needs to be shared, so you have to write it and get it out into the world. Until next time, keep swimming upstream while going with the flow and get your book into the world. To learn more about Tough Fish and jump into the pond, visit jennifermilius.com forward slash tough fish.